three, two, one. Bam! Yeah. Tastes like victory. Hello and welcome. I'm Steve. And I'm Al. And I'm Brett. And this is Fools with Tools, a podcast for the fool on film. Uh, for those of you listening in your cars or wherever you listen, uh, we've also put this out on YouTube so you can see our happy, smiling faces. Um, and we'll do some visual treats and other things uh, for those watching on YouTube. But for now, uh, let's crack on with what everyone's been up to. So, Brett, what have you been up to? I have been forging since I got back, and I've been doing... I've been trying to make more tools or at least get used to making tools. Um, so I started with a really tiny itty bitty hardy tool. There would be basically it's, it's most effective use would be dishing like knuckle plating for a gauntlet <laughs> or something. It's really small, but I got to learn a little bit about the geometry and just kind of swing the hammer again, which ever since we were in the forge, uh, with you and wanting to blacksmith even more, of course. Uh, other than that, put the video up of all of us in the forge, which was fantastic because I feel like I got to see, I got to, I got to remember, remember. 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 So it was really, really nice to edit that up, and now we have a visual memory of all of those things. And it was it was a really really good video as well. I really looked uh, really enjoyed like looking back on that and and being able to see essentially my two workshops from someone else's point of view and from someone that can actually do camera work and oh, hush. video editing and stuff. Oh chuff! Oh chuff! <laughs> um, but yeah, no, that's, that was really cool. Uh, Al, what have you been up to? I have been trying my best to re kickstart my youtube channel because it's been too doodling Al. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> since uh it's been a long time since i've been able to get into the hack shack um, and after uh make a central and make a fair and the amazing two weeks that we all had and um, that, that we will shut up about at some point mm-hmm. um not brett, anytime soon not anytime soon <laughs> uh brett and soph actually paid me a visit in the hack shack uh, and we had some fun uh, we made some things and we uh, tidied up and organized a little bit, but organized in a way that's still pretty, you know, pretty hacky. Um, and it basically meant that I've got a bit more space and it's a lot easier to get in now. So I had my first time in the Hack Shack uh, this weekend. Super excited Yay. about it. Um, and I just managed to get out a little trailer uh, for my channel to hopefully try to kind of get people a little bit more interested and think that I've not disappeared. Because um, <laughs> I've been able to kind of keep a presence on Instagram and stuff, which is really I would say you're easy. coming back strong oh yeah i'll back Mark strong Mark. <laughs> and i'll tell him and i'll tell him well done yeah so i was back i was back jack i was back jack <laughs> <I'll's> back, jack. <laughs> it's fantastic well done Al. yeah no it's good to see uh to see you back and like we said in the um pre-chat and that it's a really really cool video um so yeah, i could work on that yeah yeah uh what have i been up to seeing as what have you been up to steve steve i'm interested (laughs) in your life 
and all the things that you're about. Uh, I doubt that. Uh, what have I been up to since we last spoke? I have uh, I've done two separate courses. Um, I helped teach or assisted on the axe making course for the first time, um, which was really really good. Uh, I surprised myself um, quite a lot with how much I actually know about axe making. Um, and we had um, three, sh- uh, two students outside and four students inside uh, this time around. And um, and it was quite nice. At one point, the guys outside were quite a lot further ahead. And um, and it was just in terms of being able to move the metal. There wasn't any technical stuff behind what they were doing and why the guys inside were behind. Um, so I just got to go along and pick up the sledgehammer and literally go from one anvil to the next anvil to the next anvil to the next anvil, just wailing on these uh, chunks of steel to just get them a bit uh, a bit more shaped, which was uh, nice. Yeah, it was good fun. And then uh, this week uh, or this weekend uh, was a knife course, um, and that was really nice again. Um, lots of people, well, six people coming in for the course, and lots of good times and frolics and all that. Uh, and I've been actually been in my workshop a little bit, um, just doing um some bits and bats just trying to get things sorted out so i can carry on with some bigger projects um and also having had uh al try and convince me to quit my job for the last six months and then alex Alex, sorry Uh, real alex (laughs) big alex um for the last six months uh i got um you lot all telling me to quit my job for the last two weeks and uh and Sorry. i've been yeah fine. uh to be fair it's jess more than anyone else so every time i speak to her just quit your job yeah yeah i'm assuming no one from work listens to the show steve <laughs> <laughs> i really hope not um but yeah so uh having had that uh me and al had a bit of a discussion uh this afternoon regarding um both the future of the forge and what we're doing with it uh and my future within it um which was good there's lots of positive things coming out of that um so it looks like it might actually be a case of me having to quit my job at some point in the near future which is pretty fucking cool um but yeah that's it good so i don't have a segue but uh al is going to explain to everyone what we're doing because Al knows best. And this is he's true. Because Al, Al is the idea guy, the resident idea guy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. There will be an Al knows best t-shirt at some point. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was, it was Al said so, wasn't it? Because then it would just say ass. Yeah, because Al said yeah. so. Because <laughs> yeah. Al said so. Because right. ass. Right, Al, take when, us through it. When the Makers International guys had us on the show a couple of weeks ago, Yep. Um, there was a, as always, there was a really good uh, banter in the chat room, and someone raised a really in- interesting question that was about kind of when you're getting started, how do you go about um, sort of projecting yourself in this environment? You know, it's social media at one point was all kind of just you know it was your name and it was your personality and your person, and you were putting yourself out there. And I think as this goes on and people kind of take it a little bit more seriously you start to create little personas and identities and some people even go as far as creating brands um, or companies, you know, depending on how successful you get. So the question was, how do you, how do you start? You know, how does anyone that doesn't really know anything about that kind of thing get into creating a little, 
a little brand for themselves. I mean, a lot of people get into the sticker swap, um, which is a really fun way for kind of people to uh, interact with the community and get to know one another. Um, it was something that really helped me and it helped fill up kind of the, the wall of awesome really quickly with just these people from around the world. Um, so people often ask, you know, what, you know, should I have a logo? What do I do? Do I just use my name? Things like that. So I thought we could riff it between the three of us, maybe come up with some idea um, <laughs> create an imaginary brand yeah. or an imaginary person um, and see how, how to go about it and, and sort of do's and don'ts and, and, and how to hopefully stand out in the, in, a, in a growing world of kind of creativity. Yeah, and awesome. insider info <clears throat> for those of us listening, uh, Al currently, if, if no one knows about it, Al is currently working as an art director, right? Like branding manager, doing all kinds of stuff, working with clients and helping with the visuals of them. So Al is super deep in that right now and very talented at it. I have a background in it. Uh, I was an art director for my old company and did a lot of rebrand and, and stuff like that. And Steve hasn't done shit. So this should be great. Yeah. But Steve does have a very good brand. So he's yes, doing something Steve's, right. Steve's brand is fantastic. And I think you have like the, you may not have worked in it, but you got the brains for it, son. Oh, thanks, mate. Yeah, boy. I like pretty things. Oh. So I thought what we could do is, um, Steve, I'd like you to kick us off. Um, and we can think of <laughs> we can think of a maker, okay? And the idea being that um, this maker's just getting started. He, yeah. has, he slash she has their own uh, talents and skills and ability. Uh, or they could just be an absolute uh, car crash like me. Um, but the idea being that they, they've got an idea of what they want to do and what they want to make, um, but they don't know how to project themselves. So yeah. um, first of all, I'd like you to think of uh, what this person does, what their skill set is, what they make. Um, I am going to say, uh, if we're wanting it to be people that are going to stand out, um, why don't we pick an area that's already... I don't want to say saturated like it's a bad thing, but there's already a lot of people in it. Um, so why don't we say he's making, he's doing woodwork, but with mostly reclaimed um, materials. Did he used to be in a band? <laughs> <laughs> Does he talk about being in a band a lot? Uh, no, no, he was not ever in a band. Okay. So, so a woodworker. Yeah. So a woodworker. A reclaimed arena. Yeah. Brett, what's he called? Ah, uh, the wood talker. No, <laughs> does he have it? Does he have it? Just a name? Does he even have a have an identity yet? His name? So, yeah, we, are we coming up with a name? His name is we, Jer yeah. Jeremy Ash. Oh, oh, it's like it was oh. meant to be. Oh. I like it. I can see it already. Yeah. Mm. Right. Okay, so woodworker reclaimed stuff. I Jeremy love the word. We're having Al do this live, which the reason we're even showing this off right now is this is typically what you would want to do is not get too in your head about it, right? Idea dump on a page, exactly. um, get everything out there because everything that I learned in school about uh, branding and and how to come up with kind of a marketing spin on yourself is when you first sit down, no editing. You're not allowed to edit yourself. You just, you throw everything out on a page and then you're able to take everything, knowing that you've got it out there, then you get to choose from all of your things, right? If you get too in your head about it, you tend to forget or you double up on things or you get stuck on an idea, right? Because it happens to be at the front of your brain. So 
this, what Al is doing and what we're going to show off here is a little bit more uh, <laughs> like as it happens. Oh man, I feel, I feel what, kind of bad for the, for the listeners, but that's what, that's we'll what try Ash to looks, talk through what, as much as we can. That's what Ash looks like, right, Steve? Uh, I mean, I'm just going to change it so that you're presenting so I can see. Yes. Right. So, um, Steve, where does Jeremy Ash hail from? Hull. Oh, is he from Hull? <laughs> no, 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 he's from Hull. <laughs> I don't know. Right. It would have to be English Ash at that point. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so he's he's from the the north e northeast of uh, of England in Hull. Right, okay. Can we explain Hull. that to uh, the, the the listeners at home who have no idea about the northeast of England? Uh, it's horrible and full of horrible people. Okay. Uh, okay. <laughs> it's a little, it's a little biased, but. It's, it's where it's where I am right now. In case uh, that that joke yeah. didn't get across, okay, uh, fair enough. It's <laughs> grim as fuck. It's grim as fuck. There you go. Okay, so there's a there's a there's a kind of a hardy irony kind of um, stony face to Jeremy Ash. He's got yeah, you know, he's weathered. Yeah, okay. weathered, Pro weathered. Proper Yorkshire. He, is he young guy, old guy, family guy, single guy? I want to know more about. I want to know more about Jeremy. Well, we look, 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 hold on. I have to jump onto something because this is this is why it works so well to to, to talk to a couple of people. You said he's kind of right? so. There is this idea that's popping out in my head right now that maybe he doesn't go by Jeremy Ash or Ash Woodworking. It's like weathered weathered wood, you know, oh, or nice. yeah, yeah, something yeah, with alliteration in it. It he does reclaim stuff, so it's weathered wood. But surely, if he's uh... If his surname is Ash and he's doing reclaim stuff, it's it's got to be something like from the ashes. Oh, Steve, out of the park! <laughs> like, how how is that not the first thing that came to your head? Well, because I've been doing this longer than you, and <laughs> remember what I always talk about with the approach of bringing naivety to the table, or you know, you get a little bit too in your rabbit holes of thinking, so you yeah. just you threw in a, a nice little curveball in there because I wasn't thinking about that. Cool. I like it. I like golf it. Clap. Golf yeah. clap for Steve. <laughs> that was fantastic. Right. We're getting somewhere. Okay. So, is he doing this full time? Or does he have a job? Uh, no, it's a uh, side hustle. No, it's, I'm asking a lot of questions about the person and not yes. about woodworking. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's more so, about it's almost who like you were. Uh, yeah. <laughs> no, but I think this is important because. Um, Especially when guys and, and and girls get started out, they kind of the default idea is that you want to communicate the thing that you're doing. So yes. I'm a knitter. I my if I want a little logo for my brand, it's going to be a ball of wool and some knitting needles, so everybody knows that I do knitting. Yeah, which yeah. is great. And you see this every day with 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 big brands. You know, you see people. You want to sell a bag of potato crisps. You put potato crisps on the front of the bag, so people know <laughs> what it is in the shop. You know. Um, but the more interesting brands and the people with real sort of fun stories to tell yeah. actually be a bit more brave. And they go, you know what? Uh, they know that I'm a woodworker. So yeah. I actually don't need to have a table saw or blade yeah. in my identity, yeah. um, which is nothing wrong with, you know, right. it, 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 it gets you to where you want to be really quickly. But I think if you want to tell people a story about yourself more than what you do, um, this is how we go about it. Yeah, because uh, to kind of go on from that, like one of the things that I would say is if if, if you're creating a, a brand or something, people are going to find you either because a friend has said, oh, I need someone to 
to do some woodwork for me. Who can you recommend? And they're going to give a card or it's because you meet someone in real life and you say, oh, I'm a woodworker. Here's my card. Yeah. Or because you go onto Google and you type local woodworker <laughs> into Google and Speaking all the results of- are going to come back as woodworkers. Yeah. Al, I, I feel like this is a good segue moment. Do you want to bring up uh, what it means to search for a local woodworker or at least woodworking brands? Yes, I think that's a really good shout. So, um, <laughs> oh, very clever. I see what you're doing there. Yeah, Steve sees what I'm doing. I'll, I'll talk about that in a minute. Um, so, okay. So, for those listening, we're currently typing logo. woodworking logos into Google just to see what. <laughs> so, hey, Al's Woodwork, brilliant. Top of the hey. line. Amazing. So, we've got. Um, this Holy is kind crap. Of a- like <laughs> literally the first six results are um have planes in them yeah so that that says it all basically if it, your, your default go-to would be i'm a hand tool woodworker i put a hand plane on everyone knows that's what i do yeah. put some nails on it you know don't use nails because i'm a woodworker and i know how to do woodworking <laughs> but yeah. nails is, is just like a shortcut for everyone to understand that, that i'm joining two bits of wood together or you yeah. show wood so basically, we've got a screen here of logos. Uh, most of them are black and white. Um, most of them are very traditional looking. Most of them show pictures of wood in one form or another or some form of hand tools. Uh, you yeah. get the odd saw blade thrown in for good measure. What's nice about a saw blade is it's round, which gives a really nice holding device for your identity. Um, but, you know, beyond that, I'm not really getting excited about many of these. I can go down a little bit. We can have a little bit of a look. Uh, oh, there's Steve Ramsey's. Oh, there's the wood whisperer. Oh, nice. Hey, there you go. So the further we down, we start to get some actually well-known uh, woodworking brands, um, but it's all a much of a mus- muchness. So <laughs> wankles, wankles, yeah, wankles, wankles hardware. Brilliant. So <laughs> if you, I have to, I have to say the one that is the, uh, it's Ooh. a tree, but the leaves of it are the wood grain pattern. Ah. The the one that says Wooden Company, very u- unique little approach. Nice. Anyway, so. Um, Anyway, so the, the the point of this exercise, basically, um, none of these stand out. <laughs> right, yeah. Take, Which take, is not, it's not a problem. Yes, but Al and, I, Al and I have talked about this uh, in pre-shows and, and kind of off camera, but when we were discussing this and showing this little bit off on, on a Google search, the reason I do this is because I had a teacher in college that when we were working on branding and logo identity, it was... Right, do 50 different logo approaches and then bring them in tomorrow. And then everybody brings them in and then he takes all of them and goes, great, throw those away. Because those are the first ideas that everybody comes up with. So now the easy way to do that is go to Google, do a Google image search for, like we did, (laughs) woodworking logo. And then whatever you see on the first 100 results, just don't do that. Yeah. Yeah. Really good point. Really good exercise. And... And it's not always about standing out, right? right? Like, if you're a local woodworker and you're kind of catering to um, your local community and you just want people to know what you do, there's absolutely no problem with with, with designing your identity around um, really clearly communicating. You know, say you've got a van and on the side of that van and it drives past yeah. in one second, somebody's got yeah. to understand what yeah, you yeah, do. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely no harm in this. Um, we thought what would be interesting to talk about is is, especially in the social media game, you know, You've got these tiny little icons on on the side of screens, and you've got um, thumbnails calling for your attention all the time. 
what are you going to do to make you stand out? Um, if any of you guys know my brand, you know that the, the whole purpose behind the Hack Shack is that I wanted it to be something completely different than from your regular kind of maker. It's not about a how-to. It's not about um, coming to look at the great things I've made. Um, it's about having fun and being messy. Uh, so which that's exactly what my identity is. Uh, it also kind of looks a little bit like me. So it's kind of capturing my personality. Um, and it's bright green because basically I did a quick search of, of a lot of maker channels and there wasn't that many that were green. Um, I know Jacko's got a really um, vibrant identity, also actually happens to have eyes on it. Uh, another interesting thing about eyes is that humans want to... Um, interact with things when they see eyes it's just it's 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 written into it's like hardwired into our nature so if you see um a poster with a face on or anything like that there's something about you want to connect with it just because it has mm -hmm. a face mm -hmm. so by all means you know we could stick um a face on this and just go yeah this is me this is i'm laying myself out there here's my face um do you like me or not <laughs> <laughs> Do I have an interesting face? Do I have a fun face? You know, am I quirky? Do I have a big bushy beard? You know, yeah. If he's got a big bushy beard, maybe the beard is a circular saw. So you're oh. half you're half Ooh. in that dynamic of playing playing with things that do work and yeah. people yeah. have used before. But sorry, again, that's just kind of off the top of my head. But you're like, I want my face. I want my face to be known. But then I want my face. Your beard is a circular saw. <laughs> I mean, we half we met and. We met uh, the lovely Blackbeard at Maker Central. Yes. Yeah. Um, he's got a magnificent beard, and his branding is like a big beard, right? Yeah, it's his, it's his silhouette, but big, yeah. old, big old bushy beard. Big old bushy beard. So that's great, and it reflects his personality, and it reflects him as this kind of Viking kind of, you know, pirate guy um, who makes things. Uh, but unfortunately, you know, there's a lot of guys with beards with with beards in this community, um, so I struggle for yourself. Yeah, sorry, Brett. Yeah. Yours is yours is you've you've got a beard. You just can't see yeah. it. Oh, shut up. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so even a story like that, you know, I, I have you know dozens of uh, of makers on my list for whose logos are beards. Um, yeah. So already there's kind of a challenge as to actually what that guy's story is. Like I know his story is he's amazing at making things. <laughs> so it's enough, you know. He's 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 yeah. doing really well for himself. So this was more aimed at kind of the the little guy, um, or somebody maybe getting started, um, and and how to basically stand out in this sea of uh, of, of creativity. Perfect. So we know that you shouldn't necessarily fall for the the, the lowest common denominator, um, and we're starting to learn a little bit about about Jeremy himself. So mm. um, Jeremy, Mr. Ash. So what I'd like to do at this stage is kind of get a little story going. So um, there's, a guy, there's a guy called Blacksmith Andy who helped me out. Um, hey. I, I did him um, a few stickers because he, he was asking the same question. The same thing came up. Yeah. Um, and he told me a really great story about a little Robin that came into the forge and sat on the anvil. You know, oh, my so God. Straight, That's so straight away, it wasn't about hitting metal. It wasn't about the usual sparks and, you know, leather aprons and, and this kind of sort of yeah. cliche blacksmith story. All of a sudden there was this fantastic conflict between something really gentle and quintessentially, you know, um, European and, 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 and quaint and storytelling with this big lump of iron. Um, yeah. And it was a really nice balance. And, and getting that balance is really interesting as well. So Steve, I want you to give us a little nugget, a little gem of a story that Jeremy could tell when he's kind of introducing himself. All right, uh, Jeremy. 
Nothing like putting me on the spot. Fuck. Um, <laughs> well, Jeremy walks into the forge and he's like, I'm a woodworker, but I really wanted to take this class. Steve, let me tell you a little bit about myself. <gasps> what do you get out of Jeremy? What do you get? Uh, uh, what do you buy? Uh, what do you buy? I can't think of anything. Um, uh, what okay. do they make cricket? What, sorry, uh, what do they make cricket bats out of? Uh, ash. Oh no, no willow, willow, leather willow. willow. Oh, wait, yeah. Um. Uh. Yeah. So he like I'm gonna kind of play on the fact that again, this is what a lot of people do. He uh, like we said, we he's not uh, his full time job isn't woodworking. Um, it's just kind of a, a side hustle for him. And he got into it because he has a son and a daughter um, and he wanted to kind of get them. Uh, he wanted something that he could do with them and something that he could um, he could teach them that's not just uh, sitting in the house talking about something. It's actually going out and, and physically doing something. So he wanted a way that he could interact with his kids that would go from a very young age where they're literally just, you know, banging two bits of wood together all the way through until you know, he hopes that when he's retired and they're in their 40s, they're still going to be able to have um, like sessions in the shop together. Nice. So he wanted something that's going to like tie together the, their childhood all the way through to... Love it. I'm loving retirement. this guy already. I yeah. like Jeremy. He's a good guy. <laughs> <laughs> um, does he have a day job? Yeah. What does he do? Uh, he is a... He, a shrubber. <laughs> he works for the electricity company doing high-voltage uh, lines. Oh, like perfect. It. Now we're describing my brother-in-law. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. See, that, that bit, I'm not going to lie, was directly taken from Tim from Turgworks. Oh, okay. So... No, I have a niece and a nephew, and he has a detached barn and what's that? Okay, so anyway, <laughs> keep going. <laughs> That's amazing. Yep. Anyway, cool. So he works. Yeah, he works with high voltage. Nice. As a linesman sort of thing. Perfect. So lightning bolt woodworker electricity kids. I mean, the, the, put it all t- together t- now. T- <laughs> we, we we can riff this together. This is easy. This 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 is like taking candy from a baby. Oh, I mean. Um, Tim actually from Turgworks is a really interesting one, uh, Steve, because his his sort of little presence online is just a little green tea. Yeah, um, and it's, it really it, stands out. It really stands out. It's really graphics, really simple, really modern, um, and it, there's a bit of intrigue in there because I don't know what Turgworks means. I don't know what Turg yeah. is. I don't know where that came from. Yeah. So already there's a bit of mystique in there. So even like uh, an interesting name. So I met um, is it Rob from Prickly Sauce. Yes. Yes. At, yes. Um, at Maker Central. Now, I didn't recognize his face because in his videos, you don't see a lot of his face. Yeah. So you see, you see him making stuff, uh, and, and he makes amazing things, and he's really creative yeah. and he's great with electronics and stuff. Um, but even the name Prickly Sauce is just this weird, sort of mad, eclectic name that you're not really, you know, is it a cooking channel? What is it that he does? Yeah. Um, so it doesn't, you know, you can be a little bit wacky with, with what you're doing if you want to, 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 to have a personality come across. Um, yeah. And I think you, you find a lot of people doing things like that. And um, you could also have a really interesting name. So uh, it, the guys on the, um, the Maybe podcast actually were talking about something, a similar topic last week. 
about um I think Izzy's channel used to be called something like Imagine Woodworks or something like oh, that. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and his and his designer friend was just like, dude, why the fuck are you not just using your name? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You've got an amazing name. <laughs> and I guess same with Jimmy, you know, like Derester is quite a unique sort of it's an enjoyable word to say, like he's yeah. gonna stand out with that name. Um, I certainly had never heard of anyone called Derester until until Jimmy. So, you know, you, you can be abstract. Um, you know, what, what are you gonna do that's gonna help that little hook and that little bit of intrigue? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, no, so, definitely. Let's build let's build a little bit more about Jeremy. We've got Al's idea for a little inspirational board. Um, yeah. So I'm I'm, where, I'm getting that from here. Right. So I've got so he's an electrician. He's a father of two. Right. He's called. Are we going with from the ashes? Uh, Placeholder name for now. I like I, it. Yeah, yeah. Let's go with it. Right. You know, like you, you, you could have oh, a huge... Steve's got an idea. Steve's Steve got an idea. idea. <laughs> see, see, this is how it works. This is how it works. So I was just thinking, if you've got from the ashes, you could have uh, like two light bo- lightning bolts coming in from either side that represent his son and his daughter. Yeah. Um, and those lightning bolts are what's creating the ashes. So you have like a little smoldering pile of something underneath those lightning bolts. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> so you've got to look of it. It sounds amazing. It sounds like a sports team. Yeah. <laughs> hey, well, Ox in the shop. I had a, I had a chat with oh, him at yeah, yeah, yeah. Central, and I go, oh, man, I know that logo from a mile mm. away because yeah. he was wearing his own shirt. And I go, to be honest, man, when I first saw that, I thought it was like a, a sports team or like a college team. And he goes, oh, the guy that designed my logo designs high school and college <laughs> basketball teams yeah, or something like that. And I was like, oh, that makes tons of sense. Yeah. Yeah. Because there is there is a style that's uh, it's very apparent. I yeah. would say. I don't know. Like people try and deviate and go more modern or or maybe a little bit more old school. My universities had the same logo of a bird, yeah. this blue and red bird, for years and years and years. And then sometimes you get the cleaner ones, you know. Yeah. But they always kind of have this sports logo yeah. look to them. So when I'm modern, Fox, super graphic. Yeah, bright colors. Yeah. yeah, minimal color palette. You know, because you want to be able to make a jersey and not have it be fifteen different colors. You're like, our school colors are green and red. Great, so everything yeah. is green and red. Yeah. Uh oh, Al's drawing a phoenix. Yeah, because of course, <laughs> if you're talking about from the ashes, the story of the phoenix is you know that it it dies and is reborn from the ashes. We've all watched Harry Potter. Yeah, <laughs> I mean it's it's not we necessarily like. I'm not saying it's the way to go. I'm just trying to get in a bit of drama into this. And I think, yeah. you know, I do, I love animals. Um, but getting in a character is, is is also an interesting way to kind of um, make a connection with people because all of a sudden it's not just about the tools or the thing that you do. Um, there's something else in there that's that, that's interesting. That's why brands have yeah. brand icons and things like that. Yeah, like, like Scully. A lot like Scully, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know. But, uh, but yeah, you know, I... I Sorry, go on, bro. Basically, we're drawing Pokemon. So we've got... Go. <laughs> I was drawing we, Pokemon. We've got electricity. We've got fire. <laughs> we've got wood type. <laughs> doing the three... He's, from the he's one, called doing Ash. Three ancient birds. Okay. Yeah, Ash Ketchum. Yeah. Right. Oh, so you could totally play on that as well. But uh, hang on, Brett. Whoa, 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 whoa. A little bit of a gem there. I heard Ooh. something. I heard a little, a little nugget. 
of interest there. So you you mentioned something about ancient. Yes. Right. So here we could get something really interesting going on. Here we could get something. Here we could get a style and an aesthetic. So like, um, uh, you know, ancient Greek, ancient Roman. You know, what's the what's the mythology behind behind this dude? Ooh, ooh, Jeremy Ash, the myth, the man, the myth, the legend, yeah. the father. I mean, he's not he's, he's no Joe Iron, but um, there's definitely a, a, a an intrigue to him now. I'm starting to see him as a little bit more of a larger than life character. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Okay. He's got a beard like John. Okay. Oh yeah. What does he look like? What does Jeremy Ash look like? Uh, he looks like John D. Harvey. Oh my god. Oh god. <laughs> he looks like John D. Harvey as like a thirty-five or forty-year-old man. Yeah. I I, th I think like thirty. Yeah, thirty-five. Like early thirties is is a good age. <laughs> looks All like John. A bit. But he's got he's got. Um, Shall I just absolute silver white hair uh, because of because of the ash? Like he's from the ashes. No, he's been electrocuted once in his life, yes. and that's what changed everything <laughs> around, right? He he works his job. He works his job as a power lineman. He a uh, uh, you know horrible event happens or something, but he survives it and realizes that he wants to do something with his kids, and he he wants to make sure he leaves some type of legacy, and he has a new approach to life of like i will continue to do this job because it makes me good money and it provides for my children but i also care a lot more about what i do with my free time yeah. so yeah. he's gotten electrocuted once turned all of his hair white and now here we are this guy <laughs> is amazing an <laughs> um for for those listening and people that don't know john who is a huge part of the the Fools and Swords community. Um, just to say what he looks like, he he looks like a, a cross between like the dwarf from Lord of the Rings and Santa. <laughs> like, I've never wanted to hug any single man more than I want to hug John. He just looks amazing. <laughs> He's Gimli claws. Ponytail. <laughs> <laughs> I'm also, sorry, he, moves, he moves steel really well. So, yeah. all right, let's yeah, let's really let's keep this let's keep this ball rolling because somehow I got a weird, you know, lightning bolt struck me. It has struck my brain, and now I'm picturing this guy. Oh my god, Al's drawing. <laughs> <laughs> Al's drawing our 30, 30 some odd year old ponytailed, bearded man. So he's like he's 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 mostly right. He's glasses. Yeah. Oh, he's stocky. He's a, yeah, he's he's a proper man. Um, so where do we go from here? So we, we've got the legend that is Jeremy Ash. We have yeah. From the Ashes. I love the idea of From the Ashes as as a tagline, or or it could be the brand. We're still kind of holding on to it as a placeholder right now. But Steve, that that story, you know, created out of him being struck by lightning or whatever it's like he was reborn right like he could have died yeah. in that and he totally didn't so now this guy is risen what's what's the idea going forward I've so got, I, I've, 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 I've got something brewing go on steve it, I, i've just suddenly thought why if we're not going to stick with uh or if we're going to use from the ashes as some kind of tagline why not high voltage woodworks or something like that <gasps> oh my god oh my god this is good so <laughs> good. Here we go. Bear with me, right? Right. Bear uh, with Al so. for a second. We'll try and kind of narrate what's going on here. Yeah. Al's Al's having a sketch. Draw some lines. <laughs> draw, draw some more lines. 
Still Uh-oh. drawing lines. What the oh, fuck? Oh, are you on? doing a tree breaking in half because Bra- of a bolt of lightning? I love you. <laughs> ah, yes. My brain was right there with you, Al. That is fantastic. Oh my gosh. Yay. <laughs> Wait, you does, know what? Does, it makes it does the tree look like a, a phoenix in silhouette? Oh my God. This is so multifaceted. Okay, like, so what, here's what here's my favorite thing. Okay, I have to take a step back. I have to I ask everybody to take a step back. We're not editing right now, right? Because we're still in idea dump mode. But yeah, yeah, yeah. when you're doing this for yourself, the worst thing that you can do is, or at least in, in from my perspective, the worst thing you can do is make 500 things in one image, right? Like you, yeah. you have yeah, to yeah. pick your directions. It's the same thing that happens with like tattoo artist friends that I have. I chat with them. And it, you know, when you're trying to put a singular image to mean something or be a statement, it's the same thing in branding and logo design. Yeah, it's great that you want a picture of an owl, but also a stopwatch, and then a grandfather clock, and then also a tree, and then also some berries, and then maybe a horse in the background. Like, there's too much (laughs) going on. Yeah. Yes, it's all very meaningful, but how can we parse that down into something that's more directed and and you know, fill, fill your arm up with all those different images, but don't try and make it one piece. Don't yeah, try and yeah. make it one tattoo. So, now, very good point, man. Yeah, yeah was, it, the idea that this could look like silhouetted, it could look like a phoenix as well, with the root system going down as being it's just, tail. It's just, it's just a happy, it's happy accident. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, that's what I I was gonna say. Is just as you were uh, talking, Brett, is like one of the things that I've learned from from you guys and from others as well is. If you're going to make a logo, you want to make that logo instantly um, uh, recognizable, even when it's a tiny little um, like circular dot on YouTube com- in the comments or something. It, it needs to be, um, whether it's tiny or huge, you need to be able to recognize it um, just because otherwise it, it's too easy to get things lost. So right, I'm going to put that to task. And we'll go back to our little image search. Just opening up tabs and putting in split tree logo. Split tree logo. Right. Right. So we're just kind of looking up what else exists out there. You know, you don't you don't necessarily want to spend four hours Ooh. drawing a logo only to realize that it's exactly what somebody else has already created. <laughs> Which happens. I was going to say that the one uh, where it's uh, the the tree is black and the root system is white. Hmm. If that didn't already exist, I was going to say that it would be really good to do that, but with the root system being um, lightning bolts. So that's but. that. Um, what Steve's describing is kind of um, a tree overground and a root system underground, and it's the um, it's the Norse uh, symbol for the universe. Yeah. Basically, that's like where all the nine realms are um, uh, in, right. in Norse mythology. So you, you basically have the tree above and the roots below. Um, it's a classic icon. Um, I think it's a little bit complicated for what we want. I think you made a really good yeah. point, Steve. You, yeah. you, this wants to be visible um, in a really small thumbnail, a really small icon. Well, so, and I, yeah. I, I love that we have – there's basically three – I love that we've kind of gotten to this organically, but we basically have three approaches, right? The the from the ashes, which I think is a is a great tagline or or a great idea behind the logo, is a phoenix, right? Reborn from the ashes, whatever. So yeah, bird. You also have high voltage. If this is going to be called high voltage woodworks or high voltage woodworking, the split 
tree, you know, with the lightning bolt in the middle of it or whatever is another one. But then I'm also thinking about even simplifying it further to make it more readily, uh, I don't know, readily describe what you're looking at. But if you, if you did have a log, you know, with the grain pattern going up and down, instead of having this big split tree where there's branches and leaves and stuff all over the place, could you just have either a log or a tree, but a very simple silhouette with yeah, just yeah. the lightning bolt cracked down the middle? So it's it just looks like cracked wood, but it makes a lightning bolt. See, I like the idea of a log. Yeah. Yes. No, hang on, hang on, hang on. Right. Let's let, let, let's let's be let's be true to the to, to Jeremy. Let's be true to okay. the story. Okay. Yeah. So Jeremy doesn't Jeremy doesn't do a log. He doesn't no. split logs. He does reclaimed. He does reclaimed. So yeah. how do we tell this? How do we tell this story without trees? Because you know he's not he's not splitting yeah. trees in half. No, this is very true. Pallets. Nope. 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 Been there, done that. Nope. Here's what it is. Here's what it is. I may have, I may have just gotten the idea. So. Oh. I know for a fact that my brother-in-law, who is a power lineman, that's the thing that's freaking me out the most about this story, um, <laughs> they have to replace the poles all the time. Yeah. Oh, it's a fucking, yes, a power pole. Yeah. So it has the uh, the wiring stuff at the top. Maybe not yeah. the entire transformer, but just the old school power lines that had the little yeah. antlers sticking out from the side, you know. That... That's a piece of wood. It tells a little bit about his story. Al's looking up photos, maybe right now. I don't know. I'm I'm showing off your drawing right now, but you're doing a quick sketch of a power line. This is what British ones look like. I don't know if it's the same in the states. Yeah, uh, relatively similar. I think there's a yeah. couple of different approaches. Yeah. Oh, you could have you could have the ones where they kind of um, they have the big coils on where they hang down, which is maybe uh, a little, yeah, bit, yeah. little bit more iconic, actually. Um, yeah. You know, the ones that are like, wee! Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, that's really cool. Um, just while I was drawing this up, uh, one of the things I was going to ask uh, you guys is when you were saying about, um, obviously, you wanting to make it um, iconic and, and all that, if we were to use the idea of, of From the Ashes, yeah. either as a tagline or as a name, would you be able to have the... So your logo is whatever it is, whether it's the split tree or the power lines or whatever. Um, because having the phoenix in it might be a little bit overly complicated for a logo. You know what? I think, Could you I think the phoenix has thrown us off, don't you? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, all I was going to say is like, if you wanted to stick with the, the From the Ashes thing and you had an idea for a logo, but it was too complicated, but it was still quite a cool um, character, like a cool idea, but you didn't let it go. Yeah. Could you then have that say on your website or in your larger social media as um as a mascot or as a um uh yeah so you like on, say for yeah, example on your one. stickers yeah okay so with the uh, <laughs> with, with the mascot yeah uh yeah so when it comes to to building out your branding because this is a this is a much longer uh this is probably, you know, a full podcast worth of other stuff to marketing and branding and then building out your brand and your aesthetic. You really have to focus on on not 
dividing yourself, right? You you don't want to yeah. have, well, I have high voltage woodworks, but then there's this Phoenix that is also yeah. an aspect of my brain, but then there's also my kids and then there's also lightning bolts and then there's also man, right? Yeah. When, it, when it gets that varied, it's the same thing about just creating the logo to begin with, but you have to dump it all out, put it all out on the table and then look at, at what works with it, right? What, yeah. what ends up being the, the silver thread running through every single aspect of it. So the idea that it is from the ashes adheres to the reclaimed aspect of it, right? Yes. It adheres to the fact that let's, let's say that at the end of the day, Jeremy Ash, his heart stopped for five minutes after he got struck by lightning. Right. So he was dead and then rose. And so this whole idea of like rising from the ashes and the Phoenix and stuff reborn. I love that. It's this like legend of a human, but yeah. end of the day, we we've basically come up with now. Now we're down to two. Now we're down to two ideas, right? We have the Phoenix and the, the ashes thing, which I love the tagline and we have high voltage. So yeah. where do those two things entwine or intertwine? Al, you got anything for this? Yeah. So for me, um, the Phoenix is a slightly different story. So right. we've yeah. got um, we've got a story about electricity, and the Phoenix is obviously about fire. Like I know those two could be related, um, you could argue, um, but I would say we just be bold here. So this would be, this would be the stage where you've got two ideas on the table. Yeah. Yeah. And you go, which, which one is the one that kind of you feel resonates yeah. the most with you. So if Jeremy was in the room, it'd be like, dude, right. You've got two ideas. One is about fire. One is about ashes. One is about the, the Phoenix reborn, repurposing, reclaimed, you know, is that what you're passionate about? Or is it about electricity? Is it about the story of you as a, a father and a man and somebody has been doing this thing your entire life and has a woodworking like hobby on the side. So I'd go, right, make a decision. Yeah. Steve, you're Jeremy. Which direction do you want to go? Uh, and I'm Jeremy. And I'm <laughs> Jeremy. But one of the other questions I was going to ask is, um, like for you guys, how would it factor in? Because obviously each, um, uh, each, each brand, each, each name, has certain connotations with it um that you might perhaps not think about when you're just um spitballing names like if if i was to see something called from the ashes um woodwork or from the ashes whatever yeah that in instantly to me feels a bit more kind of um traditional maybe a bit hand tooly um uh bit more i don't want to say refined but like uh, I, I guess traditional is probably the, the best um word that i can come up with whereas high voltage sounds a bit more uh a bit more modern a bit more in your face a bit more kind of um not really punk rock attitude but just kind of it, it's there it's like let's just get this done let's build something let's build the biggest maddest thing we can um and and kind of a bit, bit more extreme in that sort of sense. So, well, even, even to that point, Steve, actually, that's a really good point. So, high voltage actually, does this guy work with hand tools? Yeah. Does high voltage woodwork take you to a place of, of table saws and, you know, uh, yeah. massive wide bed sanders? Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, that, that's the thing. It's, and you me, have to be willing to, you have to be willing to have this discussion with yourself because, Steve, I totally agree. I, I love that you've, you've gotten it down to, to this little debate, right? 
in my mind, I totally agree with you. I think from the ashes, you know, ashes created from wood typically, you know, or like the way that we think about it is that you burn wood, you get ash born from the ashes, right? Yeah. High voltage is definitely more about the story of Jeremy or him as a person or the, the reborn aspect of, of yeah. him being electrocuted or whatever, being this power lineman, also a hobby woodworker. You definitely wouldn't get recognized as a woodworker instantly, but yeah. the idea of high voltage woodworking creates a question in my mind. So yeah. if your approach is to get people to go, what the hell does high voltage woodworking mean? You can have that discussion then and then tell people about yourself. I go, well, it was, it was born from this versus yeah. you go from the ashes of woodworking. I don't feel like anyone at any point is ever going to go. I don't understand your name. Yeah. Can you explain it to me? Yeah, exactly. So that, that's back to the, the kind of the conversation right at the beginning. So is this guy wanting to stand out and offer something unique or is he just wanting people to know what he does? Yeah. And, and that's the thing is I think, um, in in my mind this this jeremy guy isn't uh isn't someone that's that's using um hand tools and taking 20 hours to make a single bench sort of thing he's he's yeah he, he's going into his shed with a circular saw and a jigsaw and a load of power tools and making a load of noise but but doing it in a way that yeah, he, he's he's using the reclaim stuff, but he's he's going at it. He's having fun. He's I don't want to say he he's having to do it to make money, but he wants to make money from this hobby. He doesn't want it to just be like spending, let's say, like twenty hours making a bench just to give it to a friend of the family. Like he wants to make stuff and then sell it. So he he's wanting to use power tools and. And get things done quickly and efficiently and and uh, yeah so yeah i in my mind i think high voltage right that's is- that's actually a really really good point steve so you you you're talking about what he does and why he does it um i'd be interested in kind of his style so yeah. what kind of things is he making um if it's like your your, your kind of refined renaissance woodworker beautiful yeah. hand tool stuff um this could go down a very different path. So, yeah. but if it's like you kind of slap together rough and ready, raw, uh, yeah. really bold, really masculine stuff, I, I'm starting to get an idea of kind of the look and feel for this. Yeah, definitely. And I think if we're going to stick with the idea that this is a, are we just designing a, Tim a fucking new brand? <laughs> <laughs> I think I think we might. Be. I think we're designing my brother-in-law brand. If you ever get to <laughs> but uh, but yeah, I mean, like in in my mind, like. I am thinking of like the atypical guy from the northeast of England that's a bit manly, looks after his family, wants to make money to to help his family out, and like yeah, the the high voltage thing just it's it's winning out for me for the image of of uh, of this guy that I've got in my in my head. I you know what I I have to agree as well because. I am now stuck on the idea that I said a minute ago, which is it's more unique. Yeah. So you want to talk about standing out? This is high voltage is a brand 100% about Jeremy in my mind. Yeah. People will ask what does high voltage woodworking mean? Because those two words or terms don't typically go together. Right. Oh, so- and 
Brian Johnson's Brian Johnson's from the Northeast as well. <laughs> oh, I thought you had a good idea. You're just referencing people. <laughs> Great. Fucking owl. It's an ACDC song. <laughs> this is perfect. He fucking loves ACDC. That's going down. He loves ACDC. Perfect. <laughs> oh yeah, and he also loves ACDC. Wait, does his brand does his brand just like H V W or whatever like A C D C but you you somehow use those letters to create J A H V. What? No, we're not branding somebody else that we already know. No, no, I just said J A is in Jeremy Ash, H V is in high voltage. Oh is in A C D C That's pretty good. Right, so we've got an idea about this guy now. So he's got um, a love for kind of the the, the reclaiming. Uh, he's he's from the north of England. He's very proud of that. Um, he's down to earth. He's humble. He's a family man. Um, he loves a bit of ACDC. Uh, he's got a great <laughs> big bushy beard and silver hair. Um, but he's got an attitude as well. So I think I think that's really important. You know, this isn't a twee little woodworking shop where he's churning out beautiful kind of um polished pieces this is rough and ready raw around the edges um and he's he likes red meat <laughs> yeah i kind of i kind of would have would have loved to go with the with the phoenix um just because it's a powerful a powerful image and a powerful kind of mythical beast but i think it's taking the story to a totally different place yeah definitely. it doesn't feel like this 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 guy with chips and gravy in the north it feels like this mythical thing in you know in a totally different place so i think we made the right decision i think it was a good call to go with high voltage um and tell a, a true story about himself as opposed to kind of uh, aspiring to be something totally different there you go yeah no definitely um but yeah no i i do think this guy sounds super super cool you could almost say that uh, that he was going to be spiffing Uh, cool. So we are going to do our spiffing people now. Uh, and Al is going to go first, aren't you, Al? Yes. So I think while we're on the subject of kind of really good branding for people and really good identities and people that have, are doing something different in, in, this, in this community, I think one that really stands out for me is Ben and Heidi over at Slap Stuff Together. Um, when, I first, when I first saw their channel, uh, I, I kind of fell in love with their content straight away. And they sent me a T-shirt. Um, didn't ask for one. They just like, uh, I think it was as soon as I put them on the wall of awesome, they were like, oh, yeah, we'll send you a T-shirt. Nice. Um, and it was handmade, you know, which sums it up in a nutshell. Um, because basically their identity is a hand. Um, yeah. And it looks like it's been slapped together. Um, it's really just humble and honest and if you ever watch their channel and see the stuff that they make that's what they do um sort of crafts really hands-on and it's just genius it's really super simple red and white no nonsense you don't even yeah. need the wording you just i i can see that red hand the white hand yeah. on the red anywhere and i know who it is straight away yeah definitely i completely agree perfect cool Steve. uh ah you remembered uh mine is actually someone from that was on the course uh, today um Ooh. not a maker he is uh, a wine merchant in or a, he has a wine shop in bath uh, which is just up the road from me um and that is wolf wine um reason i'm picking him is because we're talking about branding and that his branding 
which Al is just about to bring up on the screen. Ta-da. There we go. Uh, yeah, his branding is, for me, it's it's brilliant because it's um, it's it's quite simple. You, I mean, they, those of you that can't see it at the moment, it's, um, it's like a line drawing of a wolf. Um, and because it is just a wolf's head, you can Ooh. add other little, yeah, how cool is that T-shirt? Oh, and he's all like got juicy bits of wine coming out of his mouth. That's amazing. Yeah. I, I like that they've just stuck to the purple eyes on everything yeah. too. Yeah. So that's the thing is the, the color palette is basically black and white and purple. Purple obviously being the color of grapes. Um, and uh, No, it's not. No, it's not, Steve. You're supposed <laughs> to say something about that, Al. Um, but like in a cartoon style, that's that's what color grapes normally are. Um, and uh, And yeah, it's really nice, really simple, but it's also got nothing to do with wine. Like when, when you think about it, it's, it's like saying high voltage woodworks, like wolf wine doesn't really seem to, to fit together, but it works really well. It's got alliteration in it, which everyone knows. I love a bit of alliteration. And, um, I love a bit of alliteration. <laughs> and, uh, and yeah, it, it's just, it's great. Cause it, it adds a bit of intrigue. It's, um, it's a bit more modern, a bit more interesting. It's a bit hipster. Um, but it's it's not just Taylor and Sons wine merchants. It's it's Wolf Wine. It's it's something that you feel you like. I feel like I could go in there and talk about wine and 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 ask them questions without feeling um, like I was going to get looked down upon, sort of thing. So I think it's it's absolutely perfect for their business. It's a really good example of using branding and naming well. I so, think the the the, the, the color aspect that you just brought up steve we, we, we didn't really touch on it that much but that's super important so yeah. brett you, you mentioned throughout the, the entire instagram feed there's this thread of purple um and it's just constant reminder of that's what the brand is like i've never yeah. seen colors like that but i i design wine bottles for a living and i've never seen that kind of color palette before and, and yeah. it's fantastic um yeah. and i think that's something that's you know guys in the community do really well so you know you see orange you know it's going to be bob uh yeah. you know the, the there's a really kind of powerful use of color especially if it's just about little hints of it around the shop or little things you know what color are your t-shirts what color are your tools and things like that um so that's a really yeah really really good shout out this is this is awesome this is getting me yeah. super excited <laughs> brilliant well when you guys come down we'll have to go up and visit him nice when we come down we'll go up got it <laughs> all right awesome all right Brett. my turn um and this is a little self-serving while also just tipping the hat in the direction of the guy who needs it. But Al. Yay! Brian and your little your approach. Um, it's different, you know. And and Jocko even talked to me about it at Maker Central, but he was just like, I love this little logo. It's just it's different, it's unique, it is so delightfully you. And these two little googly eyes that you and, and you know what we were even talking about it in the in the shack when Sophie and I were working on our stuff. We had you finish up the sign that she made for you, and that's not typically how the eyes are done. But <laughs> you drew the eyes to where they'll be looking down at you, you know, because when they're going to be in frame in the shop, it it will kind of direct. And so you can give this little ball of fuzz a personality just by moving its eyes around or. Yeah playing with the color and putting a mohawk on it right like it's this unique little beautiful approach to your brand and yeah. i love it and well done yeah well no, done I'm, sir well done sir well done <laughs> to kind of 
go on from that a little bit like like you said like when al did the movember thing and and just had a negative mustache <laughs> in like just little things like that just still instantly recognizable but yep. has <laughs> relevance to what he's doing at the moment and and it's fucking brilliant and the fact that like when you came down to the floor uh, there was a uh, like a, a brush from a chimney sweep um just lying around on the floor and instantly i went off and got a couple bits of like white foam scrunched them up into eyeballs sharpied on some pupils stuck it onto this this chimney brush and all of a sudden that that was that was our logo that was yeah it could have been uh, a soot sprite but no it was our logo i mean anything the logo if you're owl enough <laughs> <laughs> Perfect, nailed it. All right, see you guys next week. Where can we find you? Uh, Yeah, so yeah, where can we find everyone? Ah, where can everyone find you? Seeing as we're on, we were on your Instagram. Uh, You'll find me back in the hack shack. Woohoo! Shack shack. So where's that? What? 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 That's it. Steve, where can we find you? You can find me at Moonshine Metalworks on Instagram and Facebook. And also in the Fools with Tools group on Facebook. So go there. Do it. Perfect. Brett, and you where can, can everyone find you? You can find me at Skull and Spade 13 on Instagram and YouTube. Brett McAfee. Oh, and shit. Then, yeah, you can find me on YouTube as well. Yeah, no one cares. Um, <laughs> and then I just want to make sure that everyone knows that you can find... Jeremy Ash, High Voltage Woodworks, located in the north of England. He's got a beautiful logo now done by Al. This guy's going to be the next spiffy yeah. for sure. And and you can find him at Turkworks on Instagram. I believe so. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, Tim, I love you, but that was completely unintentional. It's just you're, you're always on my mind. That's, that's all. Yeah. Oh, and for us as a group, as a trio, as a bunch of fools, you can find us on Instagram at FWT Podcast, or you can find the website with all the shows and everything like that at www.fwtpodcast.com. Or if you go on to Facebook, there is a Facebook group called uh, Fools with Tools. Uh, if you go on there, answer three questions or don't and and get get a, a message asking you to answer the questions, and then if you still don't answer them, you get declined because we've we've told you enough times now. Um, so yeah, join the group, get involved, have fun. Everyone there is lovely, uh, and I think that's it, isn't it? That's it. That's it. That'll do me. That's it. Cool. Right, it. Let's go. Let's go give the uh, guys from maybe some shit. We're sorry. Woo! We're sorry. We're sorry. Sorry, not sorry. Bye. Bye.